are listening to the Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580, where we bring you the latest in entertainment news, trending topics, and interviews. I'm your host, Robin Ayers, with you Monday through Friday, 6 to 7 p.m. on that drive home or already at home. Either way, I'm glad that you are tuning in. Please sit back and enjoy the ride. Andy, that was a real nice start. That was a real nice start. Sometimes you just want to let it play, though, right? You just want to let it. You just want to get into it. I know. I get it. Happy birthday to Ludacris. That was uh, Luda. I don't know what he goes by at this point. Luda, Chris, Ludacris, uh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> all the above. Happy birthday to Ludacris. And also happy birthday to Taraji P. Henson, who is uh, living her best life right now. I don't know if you've seen this woman lately, but she looks remarkable uh so congratulations to the two of them it is 9 11 i hope that you know that i hope that you are remembering that uh 22 years as a matter of fact um that obviously our country had (laughs) suffered the attacks of 9 11 um this is now a, a commemoration that we do every single year people post and things like that but you know really I believe what it's about is uh, just trying to remember that there are p- still people who are um, you know mourning the deaths of their loved ones and we are sending our love as well to them as well um, wow congratulations to Miles Murphy I don't know if you know who Miles Murphy is. He is the son of Nicole and Eddie Murphy, and he just got married. He is off the market, ladies and gentlemen. If you if you wanted to, you know, pursue that man, <laughs> looks like a beautiful wedding. And his mom, by the way, Nicole Murphy, she is stunning. She is absolutely stunning. So um, she was showing out at the at the wedding at the reception. So good for them. That's definitely a beautiful way to celebrate. And I, and I love the fact that they still come together and they celebrate as a family. Eddie, his family, Nicole Murphy, her family, which is beautiful. It's very, very great. Um, you know who's salty right now? <laughs> Let me tell you who's salty. And we may talk about this a little bit later. Lionel Richie. We love Lionel around these parts, but Lionel Richie is salty because he says that He's invited Diana Ross to sing with him for 37 years, and she has declined. And then he looks up, and she's over here singing at Beyonce's <laughs> at Beyonce's concert, singing "Happy Birthday" to Beyonce. Uh, well, that's Lionel Richie. Hopefully, she got the message. Maybe she will accept the invitation to come and sing with him at some point in the very near future. We shall see. Uh, we have a great show lined up for you guys today. We definitely do. I see you guys already coming into the to the YouTube. Hello to you. Hello, hello. Um, If you want to call in at any point in time today, you already know you are more than welcome to do that. I like it. As a matter of fact, I love to hear your voices. And so you can do that by calling us at 1-800-920-1580. And if you don't feel like calling just yet, that's fine, too. You can join us over in our YouTube chat. That's always fun because we have a great community who are over there and they're already getting started. I see you guys. So uh, join us right now at KBLA 1580. That's on YouTube. And um, again, call YouTube. You can also use our app. And that's cool, too. It's called Open Mic. You can use the Open Mic feature at the bottom of the app. Go to KBLA 1580. Download the app if you have not already. And uh, leave us a message. I like to hear your voice. Go ahead and leave us a message. So uh, definitely do that. But 
Until then, I want to go ahead and get to the Raw Report, Andy. Now it's time for a breakdown. Okay, I already told you on Friday what was about to happen. Okay, so Friday, I told you that Monday, which is today, Shirley Strawberry and Steve Harvey were going to actually just lay it all out there on the line and talk about what had happened. What happened with Shirley Strawberry and her husband, uh, Ernesto, and the fact that he's incarcerated. We talked about it all. And today was the day. She the the she hit the she hit the waves. <laughs> her Shirley Strawberry hit the waves. Her and Steve Harvey both. Uh, we have the audio that we will play for you. Not the entire audio because listen, we're just an hour show. All right, give us a break. We'll play a little bit for you, and uh, we'll play Steve's response as well. But Steve talked about something that I thought was really interesting. And y'all know if you've been listening to me at all for for a while, you'll know that I love talking about black media. Black media, respect for black media, the part that we play in black media. Steve Harvey talks about that a little bit. So we're going to break that down on the other side. But also, I have for you today, I'm very excited to bring this to you guys. You have to stay tuned and lock in. Don't don't go anywhere because we have something called Fashion Forward with Rhonda Ray. That is coming up on the other side on the on the. On the last half hour of the show today, we're going to be talking fashion for all you fashion lovers, people who want to know more. If Even if you're curious and you need some tips or something, we're going to talk to somebody who knows all about that and how to uh, and how to help you guys out with that. So you definitely stay tuned for that. We're going to go ahead and get started on the other side. You are listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay right there. Well, I do have a question of the day that I want to know. We came across, uh, it's all over social media. And listen, you've seen it before. This is nothing new. All these celebrities who got it like that, they got a lot of money. They have a lot of fame. They have the glory. They have all of these things. This is also how they're raising their children. All right, so their children who are turning the big 16, these 16-year-olds are walking away with cash i'm talking thousands and thousands of dollars they're walking away with nice cars luxury cars that we all have to work for i don't know about you and yours but we have to work for in order to attain but uh there are some kids over there who are getting to it at 16 years old so i want to know is it a bad idea to buy your 16 year old a luxury vehicle is it a bit? Is it a bad idea? Because in my, I'll give you my thoughts in just a little bit, and I'll tell you who's done it. Somebody who blew me away on the other side because they provided their daughter three different cars to choose from. We'll talk about that in just a little bit. But I do want to go ahead and get to our our conversation today with our entertainment contributor. We have Nick Hamilton of Nightcast Media on the line with us. Hey, Nick, how's it going? Uh, it's going. How you doing? <laughs> It's 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 going. Today was a day, Nick. Today was a day. <laughs> but You're telling me. Yeah, we're here and um I'm glad to have you here as well. And Nick, my assumption, I can only assume that you along with everybody else were listening to or watching the whole Shirley Strawberry Steve Harvey thing unfold um and that whole mm-hmm. saga. You you watched it. Okay. Well, you also know that today was the day that uh, they were talking about it as a strawberry letter, okay, which she's been doing for many, many years. Um, 
Mm-hmm. First and foremost, you know, you weren't here that when we talked about our show on Friday. So did you have any thoughts one way or the other before I get to this uh, this clip and, and talk about that a little bit more? Did you have any thoughts when you first heard about what was going on? Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was a, a, a page out of General Hospital or One Life to Live because um, it was nothing but pure drama. Mm. And yeah, I, I just it was it was. It was shameful. I can say that. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, Here's the thing. These things are happening simultaneously for Shirley Strawberry, which is the saddest part, I believe, of all. She's she's dealing with her husband who's incarcerated. He's been incarcerated for over a year now. Um, She's dealing with that. And now she's coming. You know, this whole leaked conversation, what she thought was a private conversation, that's happening right at the same time. And it's a, a conversation about her own boss, whom she also considers a friend. So that's a whole there's so many layers to this. But Shirley Strawberry finally came out and she talked about it. She owned it. She's she. I loved it. I love that she owned what she had to say. She was very apologetic, but it was the latter part of her conversation that really kind of made me feel uh, the humanity part of it. We have a little bit of what Shirley Strawberry, this is the ending of what she was talking about, her apology, and also Steve Harvey's response to her. Let's, Let's listen to that. And the reason I'm here before you now, I wanted to say it live on the radio, is because your name is in it. You know, we've been friends for a long time, Steve, and and, and these jail calls were made public, and I wanted to give you and Marjorie a public apology and to ask for your forgiveness publicly. I I, I just wanted to have a real moment with you, and, um, you know... I have to tell you, I've been coming to work every day because, you know, it's my only safe haven right now. It gave me a place where I could still be myself and forget my troubles for a little while, you know, and just, you know, do my job. You know, I, I want to thank you guys. I, I want to thank you, of course, Steve, Tommy, Jr., and of course, my girl Carla, you know, for the space and the grace that you guys have shown me. Um, you know, this is a very difficult time in my life, is if you can imagine. You know, I, I just, I love you guys. We're family and I thank you. And I just want to thank everyone. I, I'm just trying to live. I, I'm sorry for what you and your wife are going through right now in your life. And, and I hate your names were dragged into my drama because you certainly don't deserve it. Well, Shirley, let me say this. First of all, what's happening to me and Marjorie, I'm I'm going to address that. Uh, But let me say this, though. The, The devil is busy. The devil is busy. And the devil don't come for those he got. He sends those that he has. So now... With all this going on around us right now, what I do understand, though, see, this jailhouse conversation you had was last year in October 2022. But the devil know how to pile on at the right time. Mm. So this tape that was made in October 2022 gets released right on the heels of all of this to just pile on some more. And... I, I guess you say, you know, it was recorded because, you know, when you get everybody. OK, so check this out. Check this out, Nick. I need to get your 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 thoughts on this. We Andy and I were having a conversation about this on Friday. Um, 
that maybe this whole thing wasn't so much about Shirley Strawberry and what she said, but maybe it was more something is going on with Steve Harvey. Someone, or maybe this is his time, but someone, it seems like they are out to get him. And Shirley, she actually, uh, she she mentions that. She talks about how everybody is coming for him. And this recording coming out right now also seems like Shirley is coming for him. Tell me, do you, do you agree at all that this is probably more about Steve than it is about Shirley and what she said, which to Forrest Harrison's point over here in YouTube is not necessarily bad. What do you think? I mean, it's not necessarily bad, but sometimes, you know, some things are better left unsaid or when you do talk to them in private. First of all, why the hell would you speak about your so-called friend's business on a public jail phone? You know every conversation is going to be recorded, especially in those type of circumstances. I mean, Shirley was out of pocket, mm-hmm. you know, for what she did and how she, she you know, she, she spoke about her friend's business, which she really had no no just of speaking on. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing about it is, yeah, I mean, you could say all of that, the devil's busy and all that other stuff, but obviously, you know, we all have things that come against us. We all have negative forces at times that do come against us from time to time. But obviously, this I believe there's a little bit more meat to this story because obviously either Steve Harvey must have pissed off somebody and they're like on a vendetta against him or something. The two and two ain't equal in the four because Steve Harvey is a public figure. Um, the, the, obviously, the stories have come out how him and his, his current wife have met. Um, whether you know they're true or, or, or not or there's some degree of truth or not. I mean, it's irrelevant as far as I'm concerned because that man chose that woman. So whatever she, she whatever baggage she came with, whatever, whatever baggage he came with, that's their business. Mm. Um, you know, people love sensational stories. Um, people don't like true-hearted, you know, stories. You know, real reporting stories. The numbers, the numbers show it. You know what I mean? Like if I wrote a story about, oh, you know, today was a great day. You know, Robin. You know, she came and fed like 50 homeless people, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, that'll get a little bit of traction because you have a name, obviously. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if I said, hey, yo, Robin was coming out of Magic City with like two hot chicks. And, you know, they was kind of lit. And Robin was like, yeah, hey, <laughs> You know what I mean? And I got video of that. Uh-huh. You know how many clicks I would get? And I could send that. And you know how TMZ would pick that up? Right, And the right. shade room and everything else would pick that up mm-hmm. on something negative. And you was just... Nothing happened. It was just you was lit, and you came out the door with two, you know, strippers, mm. right, out of Magic City. <laughs> That's going to catch traction. Why? Because people love drama and sensationalism, whether it's true or not. Mm-hmm. It's about the moment. Okay, you, and that's you, what I feel like this Steve Harvey thing is. You and you, you know, that's a perfect segue because Steve continued on. He number one in this conversation and in this apology, he talked about uh, Marjorie, his wife. He was like, "This is the best woman I I know. She helped me build this." And he's given her so many props, and he's tired of the fact that people are coming for her or that she's included in all of this mess. He's tired of that. He definitely stood by her side and took up for him. I was like, "Okay, Steve." Okay, Steve, way to go to take up for your woman. That's um, that's awesome. But he also said this, which I, I, I wanted him to go in. I actually want Steve to go in on a, a full hour conversation just talking about this alone. He talks about black bloggers. 
this is something that we have a we have a small clip that I'm going to let you guys listen to. And Nick, I want to break this down with you because we're both in the industry. We're both writers. We both, you know, and you know how much this this story uh, or this in- entire topic is passionate for me. So let's play this clip, and I'm going to get your uh, your your thoughts about it on the other side. Because we sitting up in here and we dealing with stuff, and that y'all just printing lies and rumors and the, the viciousness of it is what I'm fitting to talk about. Now, let me tell you something. Normally, we don't care nothing about your blogs and all this here, but I'm really tired of y'all, man. And you know the sad thing behind all of this? The majority of these blogs, mm. they black people. Mm. The very people that we try to uphold and uplift the most, what all of our foundation is about, is about saving and changing the lives of young black people. And then it's the black bloggers that's the nastiest mm. when it comes to all of us. And that's that's the part I want to I want to get at. And then I'm gonna let it go because after today ain't no more. All right. After today, I I, I mean that that'll preach right there. That'll preach, Nick. I I, I I I say this often. Okay, before you go in, I say this often. Black media does we deserve respect. No doubt about it. We deserve respect. We want respect. We are trying to demand respect for people who are actually really good at what they do and people who are true journalists. However, you have a whole other side, a whole other segment of our people who are not new or they're not they're not true to this. They are new to this and they are trying to grab a mic because it's accessible for everybody and they want to just talk about things and then they become bloggers anybody can do it so steve is right it do be your own people nick what say you man what 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 do you think about what he said i think there's some definitely some truth to it i think but the more steve and i'm glad he's going to stop talking about it because the more you keep talking about it you're just adding more fuel to their fire true um no matter again people don't care about the truth they care about what's sensational um and that's the unfortunate part. But I can't just level it to just black bloggers. I mean, what about TMZ? What about No Jumper? What about all these other Vlad TV and all these other sites that put this the same type of stuff out? You know what I mean? Like, what about them? Like, you got to get on them, too. If you're going to get on the black bloggers, get on the other, the, the non-black bloggers. Yeah, no, because definitely they're pumping, that. they're pumping this poison, too. No, but definitely that. For see, him. Nick, Nick I, I hear that point. I definitely hear your point. Um, but, but to that... If it's going to be anybody, it shouldn't be your own people. It shouldn't be. Like, we shouldn't be having this conversation. We shouldn't even be like, okay, well, include the other people in the no jumpers and now whack 100 and, and at, like, it. We come on. We shouldn't even be having that kind of conversation because we got to spend so much energy targeting the black people. Well, also, too, you got to remember, the reason why we're having this conversation is because of the numbers. Because you know the numbers are going to hit. Exactly. Whether we, where, whether we are on one side or the other. And that's just the nature of the beat, unfortunately. Like, people like sensationalism. They don't like real reporting anymore. They can cry to the, to the high heavens. And I'm not blaming Steve Harvey because he's absolutely right. And he's absolutely well within his means to discuss it in that particular way because they're talking about his life and his livelihood, his wife, his family, is, is, I'm sure, is being affected by this as well. So he has every right. I'm not 
I'm not faulting Steve at all. What I'm also what I'm saying is the fact that you also have a, a situation where we don't get the clicks and the hits when we when we do more positive than than le- than negative. It's That's true. just what it is because people gravitate towards that. So why in God's name am I going to continue to go down that path? And I'm trying to build up clicks to get numbers to get money, which has been statistically proven that we only get a little over one percent in advertising dollars as black media anyway we can't even get the one percent if we don't have the numbers to back it up so but we have me, to put yeah. unfortunately that kind of stuff out to attract the audience i, I want to say this and you are absolutely right i'm i'm definitely uh agreeing with you on that i want to say this though there was uh we already know what's happening with uh, Blueface, Krishan, like we know, what the, they are literally taking over the internet right now oh. because of their drama, <laughs> because of their drama and their toxicity. We know that, but it's so interesting. I had a, I had a, um, you, and I'm sure you've seen this, Nick. I had my one, maybe one minute conversation with uh, Krishan on the same carpet that we were, uh, that we both did together at Hollywood Unlocked the awards that they had. One conversation mm-hmm. that I had mm-hmm. with her, one snippet that she actually reposted, that uh, BET actually reposted because it was it was good. It was encouraging. It was empowering. Um, I, 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 y'all know I want to go in on this conversation. I can't do that because, Nick, I have to let you go. Oh, give me one last, give me uh, 15 seconds of your last word, Nick, before I let you go on this. Well. You talk about Krishan, that's why I walked away because I have to draw a line at some point. I sure. refuse to, to give any 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 attention to the new Bobby and Whitney. I refuse. Mm. The, the bootleg Bobby and Whitney, I'm, I'm good. So as, as, we have to be responsible as, as journalists, as reporters. You have to know when to draw the line, and I think that's part of the problem. Nobody knows how or when to draw that line and say, okay, we reached a point. Okay. Well, you know what? I appreciate you for calling in. I appreciate your thoughts on it um, and, your, and your stance in the in the industry. Truly appreciate you, Nick. Let everybody know where they can find you online. Thank you, Robin. It's a pleasure as always. You can find me at nightcastmedia.com. That's N-I-T-E-C-A-S-T-M-E-D-I-A.com. Make sure y'all recognize it. I appreciate y'all's support. And make sure you subscribe at youtube.com slash TV. That's youtube.com slash NH Experience TV. Please subscribe. It's some great content. Appreciate all the support. Got you. Thank you so much, Nick. When we come forward, we are going to have our fashion forward. On the other side right now, news, traffic, and sports. Stay right there. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Eric Bellinger, hanging out right here with my family at The Raw Report. Change clothes. I get it. I get it. You are inside the Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. All right, if you are just joining us, we just had a whole conversation. It really, it wasn't long, but it was a conversation regarding Shirley Strawberry and her apology to Steve Harvey, his response, and what he thinks about black bloggers. And if you know Robin Ayers, you know that I am very passionate about black media, black bloggers, respect, but also our part. You know, how do we own it? Listen, Fahima, I see that you are calling. And Fahima, I love, love, love hearing from you. But we have to move on with this conversation that I have next because I already told you guys it's about to be fire. I already told you. We have, I'm so excited to have her here. We have the uh, Rhonda Ray. We have, we're doing Fashion Forward with Rhonda Ray. Hello, how are you today? Hello, 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 Robin. Thank you for having me. 
thing. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's good to have you here. Um, now, people are looking at this like, okay, Robin, fashion forward. What is What, what, what does this mean? And uh, who do we have here? So I want everybody uh, to hear from you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so uh, my name is Rhonda Ray. Uh, I have been in the fashion industry well over 20 years. Um, I got my start in the early 90s. I'm kind of aging myself right now, but <laughs> got my start in the early 90s. Um, I began touring with uh, Songstress Brandy uh, in 1995. That was my first gig. Uh, I went on tour with her. At that time, um, I was a one-woman show, hair, makeup, and wardrobe. Mm. Um, yeah, they <laughs> didn't have budgets back then to, you know, <laughs> yeah. hire three separate people. People. So it was an exciting time for me. I was still young. The opportunity was a golden opportunity, so I took it. So I, ha I got my start there. Uh, we toured the world um, for a little bit, and then uh, post tour, I came off and I worked on, uh, yeah, as, as a wardrobe stylist, uh, I worked on some music videos, uh, some commercials and campaigns, and I just kind of kept it going. From there, um, worked with a lot of people, styled with a lot of people, and then uh, I worked in Bob Mackey's Costume House and mm. got my union affiliation there, mm -hmm. and I went on to work on TV and film sets uh, in the wardrobe department, so... So an abbreviated we version. Need some, yeah. We need to put some respect on your name, is what Please you're saying. Please put a little bit of respect on my name, a lot of bit, as a matter of yes. fact. Yes. Well, we have we have the R in our names That's as a right. as a uh, you know. Um, yeah. you know, a factor that, that works for both yeah. of us. But we also have Brandy. Brandy was the one who pretty much, she didn't give me my start. I will say, though, that my interview with her was the first interview that sort of put me on as a journalist. So well, shout nice. out to Brandy. Shout out that's to my, Brandy. That's my girl. Yes. She's, a, she's a good yes. friend. Yeah. Um, so really, really, really great to hear you uh, talk about your background yeah. because you are getting ready to lead us into Fashion Forward. Now, explain yeah. what Fashion Forward is. And uh, I know you want to talk about everything that's been going on with uh, New York Fashion Week, yeah. which is so exciting because, you know, I love fashion yeah, just as much as you absolutely. do. I have a background. I graduated, you know, from fashion school and, you know, put my feet in it for absolutely. a little bit. Yeah. So this is, no this is a great conversation. <laughs> that's right. That's why I'm putting some respect on my name. Right, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> okay, so, um, so tell us, what is uh, Fashion Forward? So Fashion Forward is an idea that I came up with and I pitched to Tavis um, for, uh, to get a spot on this platform here. Um, so when I was looking through all of the lineups, I noticed that there was a void in like a fashion segment or whatnot. So um, I pitched it to Tavis and um, we were just uncertain with how it would just roll out from an audio point of view. Um, because, you know, when you're talking about fashion and things like that, that's more of a visual thing. Mm -hmm. So Fashion Forward is a show idea that I have um, hopefully for this platform. Okay. So that's what Fashion Forward is. So hopefully you'll be seeing a little more of me uh, you know, leading the fashion forward segments. All right. Well, before we get into that, I know that you were uh, listening to our, our previous conversation yes. about Shirley Strawberry. You already know what was going yes. on with that. Um, give me give me one to two, you know, quick brief uh, comments about your thoughts on Shirley Strawberry, what's going on with her. And I feel this humanity part of it, right? I kind of feel for her. So uh, tell us your thoughts. I kind of echo your same thoughts. Listen, mm -hmm. you know, everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has private conversations with their significant others, mm -hmm. you know, thinking that nobody is really listening or in damn sure thinking that it's not going to be leaked yeah. a year later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, the best way to kind of like diffuse a situation, in my opinion, is to get in front of it, mm -hmm. you know, and that's what she did. She got in front of it. She admitted what she did and uh, she was very apologetic about it. Mm -hmm. And, um, 
you can have nothing but, you know, respect for her mm-hmm. for that. You know, she could have been excuse-driven and all of that, but she got in front of it. She was very sincere. You know, you can tell that she was very embarrassed. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I just think the timing of it all is all just yeah, a little weird. Strange. You know, So yeah. I feel like the leak was intentional mm-hmm. um, is what I feel. Okay. You know, but I... I do have some empathy, you know, for her because you can tell that she was, you know, clearly upset, you mm. know, but, um, you know, was big enough to apologize and ask for definitely. forgiveness publicly. So, well, uh, uh, I appreciate that about her. Definitely. I, I agree with you there. Um, wardrobe stylist, costumer, and maybe publicist. Yeah. Because yeah. You, sound, you sound like you, <laughs> like you are uh, fantastic at yeah. that. All right. Let's go ahead and get into New York Fashion Week. Tell us, uh, t- just, you know, I'm going to turn the mic over yeah. to you. Give us a little bit. Yeah. So, okay. So, we all know, or maybe we all don't know. So, New York Fashion week started last week and um, I think they concluded and wrap up tomorrow or Wednesday so it's an actual week of fashion week so New York fashion week itself is pretty exclusive it's an invite only thing so um, you know even Bevy Smith has spoke out about how she doesn't like how New York fashion week kind of like handles things the hierarchy of it all and all of that so what people have been doing is doing their own activations and pop-ups around you know New York fashion week time Mm -hmm. you know so I wanted to focus more on us, you know, the culture of New York Fashion Week. But on the flip side of that, um, there were some uh, black and brown uh, designers on the main stage mm-hmm. of New York Fashion Week, um, such as Sergio Hudson, Sergio Hudson, and Actively Black. Mm-hmm. Actively Black. Oh, they are they out there <laughs> killing the game. Killing it. Oh, yeah. The show was lit. They lived up to their name, mm-hmm. Actively Black. They had a little bit of everything on their stage, mm-hmm. you know. The other part, um, I people may or may not know, because they were on the main stage at New York Fashion Week to give, you know, it more of a, go- a global viewership. They partnered with the Shade Room to, to do their media. So they partnered with the Shade Room so that they can stream it and they can get more That's smart. eyes globally. I thought that Very was smart, smart too, yeah, right? definitely. So they teamed up with the Shade Room on that for New York Fashion Week mm-hmm. and then... Um, also, uh, you know, they had Allen Iverson's line. Um, they did Biggie's line. They had the uh, Wakanda line. It was a lot going on mm-hmm. on actively black stage. So you know? with I, I know that uh, New York Fashion Week is is for the most part, it's very exclusive. It like you exclusive. said, you can't really get you got to be somebody yes. to get invited. But mm-hmm. all these other people who are doing these pop ups. Yeah. Um, is that an opportunity for the public to, to attend? That or? is. Okay. That is. Good question. So that is, I was leading to that, that's the uh, that's where the public can attend and buy tickets and okay. be a part of it. And so I'm happy that, you know, people are doing their own brand activations mm-hmm. around this week, you know. And they've been pretty prominent and successful. Like um, the fashion spotlight that I'm shining today is on Harlem Fashion Row. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just love what Harlem Fashion Row is doing. Um, I've been following this young lady uh, with this this woman uh, Brandis Daniels for a few years and so you know I was just really compelled by her story and her story really resonated with me in that you know she created a platform for black and brown designers to be able to be seen as they otherwise wouldn't Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. so what she did is um, she had an event a 16th annual event so you know she's been doing this since about 2007 Mm -hmm. so uh, she had an event um, the 16th annual and it was titled the remix 
And so they um, they honored a few people, a few people um, out of her book. So we'll talk about her book a little bit later. But ASAP Rocky was one of the recipients, um, as well as Kelly Rowland mm-hmm. was one of the recipient, recipients. And I think Kelly Rowland took like the icon of the year, um, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. award. And then um, ASAP Rocky, he was a recipient of the um, Virgil Abloh. Award, the huge. late Virgil Abloh. You yeah. know what I love about uh, the collaboration is it it feels as though now <laughs> these days with social media, like you mentioned, uh, teaming up with the Shade Room, it, it seems like it's more accessible for the everyday person. It is. And it used to be, I mean, fashion is still, it is very, very exclusive, uh, especially if you are in that world, a celebrity or a buyer or a designer yourself, mm-hmm. you know, the people who have, um, you know, their their own sort of acclaim yeah. can, can go mm-hmm. to these events. But mm-hmm. It makes it feel as though anybody can can access it, you yes. know, just be, you know, uh, with again, with social media. And like we watched Kelly Rowland's entire her her honorary, like her speech. Absolutely. like That was fantastic. Absolutely. We wouldn't have been able to do that had yeah. we not uh, had social media. Absolutely. And this wouldn't have been able to happen in under the umbrella of New York Fashion Week. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? So, again, brand activations are doing their own thing, and they have some pretty iconic people that they are paying tribute to. Let me know? ask you a question about mm-hmm. that, and, and and if you don't know, it's fine. I just mm-hmm. had a thought. Mm-hmm. New York Fashion Week is a uh, is a registered name. I don't know who owns that or right. you know where that belongs, mm-hmm. but if you are a pop-up or if you are uh, an aspiring designer or somebody who is established but you just want to grow, um, can you, how do you get, become a part of New York Fashion Week? You can't just say, oh yeah, I'm, I'm with New York Fashion Week and just use that line. Can you? No, or, okay. no, you okay. definitely have to be, it's much like, you know, like say you have the BET Awards, but there, there's so many things going on around exactly. the BET Awards, exactly. it's the same kind of a yes. thing. Yeah. Right. So and no. all, and, and to that point, everybody is using the BET logo sure. or they're saying absolutely. BET weekend. Yeah. 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 So in this case, they're saying fashion week. They may not be yeah. saying New York fashion week, but they're saying fashion, fashion week, week okay. you know, okay. or Harlem fashion week, mm-hmm. you know, in this case, Harlem fashion row, you know, mm-hmm. kind of a thing. So you can use, you can, play on the words but you can't use New York Fashion Week per Got se it. unless you are honestly like yes truly yes a part of one it. of the sure. you know brands or designers that are on the main stage and so that's why we did have some representation on the main stage with Sergio Sergio Hudson okay as well as actively black you know we are talking with Rhonda Ray fashion forward hey. New York Fashion Week all hey. the good stuff uh, <laughs> listen we are not done with this conversation uh, this is actually a, a really good conversation and when we come forward I want to continue it with Rhonda Ray. Um, You guys are are getting an exclusive right here on the Raw Report. So listen, don't you go anywhere. We uh, will have more on the other side. You're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. Hey, I'm Damian Young. I'm chilling with Robin on the Raw Report. Well, welcome back on into the Raw Report. Uh, You are live getting that exclusive. We're here with Rhonda Ray talking fashion forward and Harlem Fashion Row. Uh, this is this is exciting stuff right here. And, you know, there are a lot of people who 
they they seem to love fashion. They just don't know how to do it for themselves right. or they don't know where to begin. Yeah. Is looking at, you know, Fashion Week and, and different clips and things like that, is that helpful for people? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, looking at clips, reading stories, uh, reading people's backgrounds. That is, again, how I, you know, the story with Brandis Daniels of Harlem Fashion Week, you know, mm-hmm. the founder of Harlem Fashion, I'm sorry, Harlem Fashion Row. Mm-hmm. That's how I resonate with her just like reading, reading. her story yeah. and you know I'm a female in um, in fashion and so again her story resonated with me mm-hmm. what I really liked um, about her as well that she created this book mm-hmm. she curated this book and it is called fashion in color hold on let me just make sure mm-hmm. is that right okay fashion in color yeah yep. fashion and color I just want to make sure I got it right mm-hmm. so she curated this book and she has um, all the black and brown designers in this book so if anybody is looking for um, a black designer and they want to wear their stuff she's teamed up with them she's got them all in this book Um, and the good thing is is that um, when you get the book you flip on the designer they have a QR code right there that you can just isn't that great Mm -hmm. you can just scan that and it takes you straight to their website very modern I love that bringing technology into it yeah Yeah. you guys looking to to get in that book buying Mm -hmm. that book you know it's also it also doubles as a, a coffee table book as well, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, again, you know, she um, she honored ASAP Rocky. Now I just want to get into his look <laughs> a mm-hmm, little bit yeah. because I thought that he was clean, clean, clean. Okay, you know, ASAP? I mean, I really you guys know ASAP Rocky is you know, having. Uh, he's the partner to Rihanna. Yeah, baby number two. Absolutely, but also a model, and he absolutely yeah, the fashion killer. Fashion the, killer. The, <laughs> okay. What he call himself. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm sure you guys have all you know seen what he stepped up to the podium in, you know, um, and it was it was a great look. He just looked great. I'm not gonna go into it because we have you know don't have that much time, but you know the just eccentric. Um, bedazzled hair clips mm-hmm. to the kilt and the skirt mm-hmm. you know the Louis <laughs> Vuitton tie yes he will, he'll put that all kilt of on. that yeah <laughs> <laughs> all of that so I was just like yeah they don't call him fashion killer for nothing right you know? right and then Kelly Rowland took home um the icon of the year award mm-hmm. and her husband actually introduced her uh, award and he it's he said that he got a little emotional you mm-hmm. know giving the introduction speech because he was just like she's getting honored to be the icon of the year but she's always been my icon Icon. That's so, so sweet. So yeah. he's really, really sweet about yeah. it. You know, he gave her the speech. And I'll tell you one other thing, just pivoting a little bit. Mm-hmm. Dougie Fresh has got to be the busiest person on earth oh, right really? now. Because okay. everybody <laughs> is paying homage to the 50th anniversary of hip hop. Yes. So, again, that was all over Fashion Week as well. And Dougie Fresh is a participant in each and every one of these things. He yes. was here. Then I saw him in New York. Then he flew to, yeah. to the president's house, you know, vice president's house. Yeah. Like, he must be busy, but this is really um, a great year, you know, um, because of the 50th year of hip hop. Yeah, as which well. is it's great because th- them hip hop artists, they're totally in the fashion. I mean, it goes hand in hand. And so. I think that that's where a lot of fashion derived from, like yeah. just early years of hip hop, you know. So, yeah. I mean, we can go on and on and on and on with the fashion, but I just wanted to highlight Harlem Fashion Row. Um, they also, uh, you know... Uh, gave away an award to Wayman and Micah, which is two, you know, elite stylists. They've styled all the A-listers, mm-hmm. you know, so, um, and then they also, um, you know, 
they also gave an award to Johnny Nunez. Mm -hmm. uh, he's the fashion oh, yeah, photographer. He's he's yeah, great. so I just like that they honored a lot of people and yeah. gave them, them fl their flowers, you know. And um, it was just a great year this year yeah, for, yeah. you know, the Harlem aspects of the fashion awards. And so that's what got me really, really excited. Okay, you know? well, that so, is exciting. That's very yeah. exciting. Thank you for breaking that down yeah, for us. Yeah, for sure. Uh, while we have a few minutes, I want you to help someone else who might be listening yeah. and they're trying to get their style right. Is it is it is it about trends or is it about staying classic? What do you suggest for anybody who wants to get their style together? Men, women, it doesn't matter. So me personally, I'm a um, a classic girl. I, I buy timeless pieces. Timeless pieces can last you forever. I still wear pieces in my closet that are from 20 years ago because if they're made right, they're tailored right, you can wear them timelessly. Mm -hmm. You know, with patterns, you don't reinvent the wheel. It's the same pattern with different bells and whistles, mm -hmm. you know. So I'm more of a classic girl, but then I also blend it with my trending stuff, you okay. know, as well. So I also like to, you know, say that I'm a high-low girl. I mix, I mix high in fashion with lower end, you know, and that's the key, right? You know, there. that is yeah. the key. Yeah. You know, that is the you key. You can look like a million bucks Absolutely. with a whole fashion over <laughs> outfit on and some nice shoes Absolutely. or something and a nice bag. Yeah. It doesn't matter. So I would just say, you know, mm -hmm. an outfit should have a beginning, middle, and an end, you know. And you know, it should tell a story. I like that. It I like uh, a, be a beginning, a middle, and an end. Mm -hmm. I've never heard it yeah, put it that should, way. It should tell a story. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Fa fantastic. Yeah. Um, and what about you? What are you doing these days? Where can people find you? Uh, people, I know that they're going to yeah. be excited to listen to you and follow the rest of your career yeah. and, and everything. So talk about that for just a, a moment. Okay. Where can people find yeah. you? Yeah. So um, I'm Rhonda Ray official on Instagram, and uh, that's pretty much the only platform I use. Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to get into TikTok, but <laughs> have yeah. a chip, But I'm Rhonda Ray official on Instagram, and we're very much on a strike in my industry. Uh, yes. <laughs> so yeah. there's no work right now, but I find joy in doing things like this. Still, you know, talking fashion, you know, in in a different way. You mm -hmm. know, I'm hoping that they can come up with a deal and everybody can get back to work, and you know, we can get back to our regular normal. Yes. You know? <laughs> yes. A, a new a new normal, but it'll be better. It, it would be, be better. Be better. Yeah, be better, and, sure and more respected, hopefully. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah. I have I have high hopes. Yeah. And I know you do too. Yes. And thank you so much for coming You're on welcome. to the thank show. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Yeah. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. Again, Rhonda Ray TV. No, oh, Rhonda Ray Official. On Instagram. On Instagram. Yes, so you guys mm -hmm. can find her at Rhonda Ray Official. You not, I mean, we're getting ready to uh, go into a whole fast, beautiful week. Right? <laughs> a whole beautiful week with you guys. I am so excited for the rest of the week and the topics that we have com coming up for you. Thank you to uh, Nick Hamilton for calling in. Fahima, again, I thank you. Try to try again tomorrow. Give us your point tomorrow. But you already know it's going to be a, a fire show tomorrow as well. Um, you guys, you, you got to know you can't turn the station because Zoe Williams is up next. <laughs> the voice of reason. You already know it's going to be a fire show. I am Robin Ayers, your host, and remember today and every day forward to be a blessing.